little shunk. I need a snack. That's what where I, am I, where am I? I'm going to make me I? a nice salad after this. Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to. But you probably should, and you probably are, and that's why we like you. That's why we gosh darn tootin' like you. Uh, this week's going to be great. We got, uh, it's episode 293, believe it or not. We're closing in on that 300, believe it or not. Six years coming right up. That's crazy. Uh, but before we get into anything, uh, before we even talk about the whiskey we're drinking today, let's talk about some business. Hey, here's some business. Tell a friend about Chill Filtered. We are not like the type of podcast that's going to be like buying advertisement space or like doing like faking followers on Instagram. We're just not that podcast. Not that some other ones are. But I do know that's a way to like get followers, like pay that kind of stuff. It's not that we don't, we're not willing to pay. It's just, that's not who we are. Uh, we like the people that, you know, that love us and, and we hate the people that hate us. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but word of mouth is, has been really actually very important for our podcast over the years. And so I know it's not the best or the fastest way people can follow us, but hey, tell a friend, hey, have you heard about you know, especially if they're into whiskey, be like, hey, you should check out this cool pod- podcast. I know these guys, they're, they're dope. So that's exactly you, what happened with me. You do know us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you look at like Caleb Olson. That was word of mouth. Like um, Ben Klepsik was basically word of mouth. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. Shout out to uh, Brandon Chamness. Uh, and, yeah. and I forgot to say he was at the he was at the distillery tour, too, when we did. No way. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah, he came hey, too. shout out to. Brandon Chamis. <laughs> I when I think about a really good beard, he's got a really good beard. Oh yeah, it's luxurious. It yeah. is. It's like Luscious. it is full, and there's no gaps. There's like nothing. Yeah. He's just got a nice yeah, got, beard. What is it? I got something. Yeah, over here. yeah. That, no, that's patches. just never gonna grow in over there. Yeah, he's patchless McGraw over there. He's he's <laughs> the immaculate beard man. So, shout out to Brandon Chamis. Yeah, so that's one of the best ways you can uh, do business today, and that was that might very well have been the longest business we've ever done. Nice. But let's get into the podcast, uh, Brian. What are you entry buzzing on, and how are you doing? Yeah, uh, well, I'm good. I'm good. Easy, easy question first. I'm good. Uh, I uh, I've been busy this week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I've been busy because Fries has been yeah, doing that's right. their annual pappy and btec lotteries yeah and so you got to go into the store a particular store in a particular part of town and uh-huh. within a two-hour window and then you got to drop yeah. your ticket in there for the raffle so i've been mm-hmm. like wednesday thursday friday driving all over town to yeah. get out and drop drop a ticket in so far, so far, no luck for me, but yeah. shout out to the in-laws. Jim. Yeah. Actually, no, Patty was the one who had the win. Hey, that's ticket. what I figured. I was like, was it Jim? Or I yeah, doubt no, it. no. Like, it, it just would sound too good, you know? <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, uh, they did draw uh, Patty, my my mother-in-law, for uh, Thomas H. Hey, Andy. Oh. So, 
So they picked up one of those and I was like, I was like, you guys, you earned it, man. If you want it. And they were like, no, we want you to have it. So oh, like that's are. how I feel sometimes. It's like, if you want it, you can like hold <laughs> on to it. But <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. If you want it, you keep it. But every time that's I come down. I do. I'm gonna... <laughs> yeah. When people win, when I don't mention that I, that I listed them in the lottery for ABC, I'll be like, but if you really, really want it. Yeah. It. I think you had a scenario like that last time, or maybe it was two, two yeah. times ago. I don't remember, but yeah. somebody wanted and you were like i think he might want it but i don't know we'll see and he didn't it turned out yeah nice. Good. which was great he was like no i'm happy to get it for you so i'm like oh yeah. my god <laughs> that's cool yeah uh so that was going on uh so yeah theirs was on tuesday in tucson and then wednesday thursday friday all here in phoenix and then now so, there's yeah little... no dice for any of them for you no dice and even uh even, even you know brian yeah, Brian, yeah. David, none of them won. A buddy, Sean, though. Uh, Sean uh, got a Thomas H. Handy, too. Nice. Um, but uh, he's the only one I know other than... So the in-laws and Sean are the only people I know who actually got drawn for anything. And I'm well, starting to doubt my statistics. I calculated a bunch of statistics, you yeah. know? It's like, it's not like it was going to be likely. It's just... It's it's a lot more likely than a normal raffle due Did to the you... sheer number of bottles yeah. and, that they're drawing for. They're drawn for forty to forty six bottles every time, and you wow. know with our with our group size, there's three or four of us going in, and it's still not like it's likely we're going to get drawn. So yeah. I give my hopes up a little too much. What uh what distribution did you use? <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that. Oh, that's cool. Well, yeah, I, I just, mean, like uh, so what I do with yeah. like the ABC lotteries is I take yeah my amount of entries and put it in a binomial distribution, which is not exactly perfect because um, technically it's like, a, I think it's a negative binomial distribution, which you could get the probability of you or one of the entries being drawn or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then you could do the, uh, you could even do um, certain uh, statistics saying, what is the probability that I get at least one bottle? as opposed to technically the opposite or the complement of that would be getting zero bottles. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a lot of statistics stuff I yeah. learned early on in my career, but yeah, well, uh, we can geek out about statistics for just a minute here and you can tell mm -hmm. me, uh, tell me if I'm totally wrong because no, I, bring it on. I, yeah, I'm not, I, 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 I dabble. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, what I was doing was, um, to, uh, say there's 500 entries, uh so i would and and if there's 46 bottles mm -hmm. i would just say you know there's a 499 out of 500 chance that i'm not going to get drawn and then there's a and then there's a 498 out of 499 chance that i'm not going to get drawn and all all of those you yeah. know 99.5 99.4 all all of those drawings that are essentially happening i'm multiplying all those fractions together yep. for my total this is the odds that i'm not going to get drawn out after 46 attempts and then i invert it and so that's the chance that i might get drawn for one and that's the extent of my statistics knowledge no no that's actually pretty good no that's okay. the that's the way to do it there is actually a simplified equation for that though to, to run that it would be yeah. based on permutations and basically a combination not a permutation yeah uh, but you're on you're on your way and next okay. time you could just throw in i think it's negative binomial distribution cool, and then you can okay. say what is the negative what is the probability that i get zero uh or you know whatever it is and then yeah. um but technically, when you get into high numbers, using a binomial distribution might be even just quicker to calculate, cool. uh, which is basically, and you could throw that in Excel like that. Um, but it, basically, like a binomial is different from that. 
because binomial considers that it's not it's with replacement uh so but when you get into the high numbers where they have like 40 bottles and 500 entries so you could just say 40 divided by 500 even though that's not exactly correct yours was more correct gotcha. but a binomial distribution technically the the lotteries in in Virginia are much more suited for a binomial distribution. People are dropping off like flies <laughs> on this. But anyway, um, my entries go along with like three or 20 to 30,000 people. So, yeah. so my might be a little better cool, for, cool. for what I'm doing, but use that. You, uh, you yeah, actually did it more perfectly. That cool, being okay. said, <laughs> listeners, we're going to get off the math topic. Yeah. Um, but I'm sorry you didn't win anything, but no, maybe okay. didn't you get called back? uh last time last, last year time. yeah yeah Dude, yeah last year i got called back for 17? 17 yeah <laughs> um but you asked me what i'm entry buzzing on and i have a fun story yep. about that so uh so brian david and i went to the went to the raffle downtown and uh while we were down there there's this kind of legendary place called star liquor that's in okay. downtown phoenix i've been there and yeah you've been there yeah Nice. Yeah, I got a I got a, a Weller Special Reserve there, as well as a I believe it was a barrel pick of yeah, it was a barrel pick of a Four Roses single barrel barrel strength there. Nice. It was my first yeah. ever of that. Yeah. Nice. No, yeah. it wasn't my first. It was one of my first, but not. The yeah. First. The guy who owns the place runs the biggest like bourbon Facebook group for. Uh, don't tell me his name. It's um, Asian guy, right? Yeah. 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 Um, Oh crap! I'm forgetting his name, but yeah, I met him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Kang. He's uh, yeah, Kang, he's yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, just great picks and everything. Great store. So repping mm-hmm. them a little bit, but um, yeah, do it. Uh, we were uh, we were we stopped by Star after the raffle just to kind of yeah. see see what was there, and we were picking around the bottles. And Brian goes, "Oh, hey, look, it's a New Zealand single malt over there." No way. And so I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I've got a few of those, you know, that I uh, uh, like Jim and Patty grabbed me one last time yeah. we were in New Zealand and everything. And so um, so I pick up the bottle and I'm like looking at it. And uh, and here I got the box for it here. So I just happened to notice it's got a distilled date on there. So it's oh, got cool. this distilled date that you're definitely not going to be able to see on the video here. But uh, take Try. my word for it that it says 3519. And I'm like, oh, dang. Okay. My Sam and I. birthday. Sam and I wait your sister's birthday yeah oh cool well not uh, her so, like literally like she was she was born in 89 but oh, okay, so okay. it was her 30th birthday uh yeah yeah right 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 um so uh 2019 though I'm like that struck a chord yeah. here oh, Sam older, and I were in modeling. Sam and I were in New Zealand in 2019 oh that's so cool during so that I'm month. like wait a minute yeah mm-hmm. we were in New Zealand in March of 2019 Nice. So I so I dig up my location. No history. way. I look at I dig up my location history on Google Maps. 2019. I was not uh, into whiskey at all. That was, that uh, was pre just just barely really? whiskey time. I didn't yep. know it was that short. Yeah. Yeah. 2020 COVID. That was when the whiskey interest. Really. Started. That's um, so cool. Uh, so anyway, 2019. I pull up my location history. Sure enough, I I find where this. So Pocano. I'm I'm just uh-huh. assuming I'm saying all right. Pocano. Um, this distillery is right here in this little town of, of Pocano. Yeah. Named after the town. So, um, on that day on March 5th, 
2019, we literally drove through Pocono and we're like right next to this distillery. That's Just so cool. Drove right by it. And so I'm like, I have to buy this. I, I have yeah, like, yeah. no, no question. I'm, I'm yeah. buying this. I get home and I'm telling, excitedly telling Sam this story. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh. And you wouldn't believe it. The date on there, we were right there. We were it was yeah, March, yeah. March 5th. And then I freeze and I'm like, oh no. In New Zealand, they switch the day and the month. They write it as oh, three, so it's five three, third <laughs> <3rd> of May. <laughs> that's and funny. So I, like I, I'm standing there and I'm like, crap. And then I'm like, oh, you know, that's so if I had that, if I'd had that realization in the store, I would have bought it anyway. I think oh, that's cool. It's 2019. We were yeah. right there. How much so was anyway, it? <laughs> so yeah, this was distilled on the. 3rd of May of 2019. So that's close, funny. Close. You can pretend <laughs> but, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I can pretend, but I'll always know it'll it'll just yeah, yeah. irritate me mm -hmm. in the back of my mind. So but is anyway, that what you're entry buzzing on? That is what I'm entry buzzing on. Is today. it good? And it's pretty good. It is, yeah. I mean, it is spicy. Uh, oh, really? it, uh not okay. I use the wrong word. New Zealand summers. <laughs> yeah. I meant I meant spicy in like it is. It it hits you like it's it's yeah, fiery. Yeah. Uh, it is nice. those warm New straight. Zealand summers. Yeah, right, right. What's the proof? So it's fifty six percent. So it's okay. one twelve. Nice. Um, it's a it's a single barrel barrel non chill oh, cool. filtered single barrel barrel strength. Uh, it is double bourbon cask. So it's essentially okay. double oaked too. Yeah, but yeah, cool. it is. Um, it's got big honey, big sweetness, um, nice. and uh, it's got some fruit in there too, like a stone fruit kind of. Mm -hmm. But uh, you can taste the youth on it. It only the age statement's only three years, but uh, but it's good. It's a fun buy. Nah, that's cool. So what about you? What are you drinking? I don't even know what I'm drinking, but I will explain what I'm drinking real quick. So this is actually really good. Um, let me tell you about it before I reveal what it is. Uh, first of all, this was from my secret sampler uh, this year from Brian Duncan. Shout out to that baller. And this was the final pour of my two sets of, we had like the entry buzz, we had oh, the yeah. strange, we had the trustworthy or trusty one, and then we had the show off one. This is my show off of round B uh, of the two you know, ones. And I'll tell you what I think it is. Um, it's definitely, I mean, I would bet a lot of money, not a lot of money, but I, I would bet 20 bucks. This is a sherry finished scotch, a Highland scotch at that. Um, or, you know, potentially space side, you know, but it's basically Highland. Um, very good. I would put this, I would say this is like, this reminds me of Glendronic 18, not the 21, the 18. And I prefer the 18. Uh, it's not overwhelmingly rich. Uh, it is really well balanced. Um, and so we'll reveal it right now. And nice. we'll figure out I what it is. Because he did a great job making it, um, you know, each one. And the last one, I oh, I was close, man. I was close. But I got it right. It is a uh, sherry. Or no, it's a port finish. So I wasn't wrong. I would have lost money. It is a, a port finished uh, Balvenie 21. Thank you, Brian Duncan. What a baller! Because that's that is a show off for uh, twenty-one year old uh, Highland Scotch, technically a Duff Town, right? Right? Or Duff Towns? No idea. I got Google Maps up though. You want me to look? Yeah, it is a Duff Town. I just looked it up. Or I just saw it. Um, but either way, it's it's basically a Highland. 
Um, so thank you, Brian. This is actually a fantastic pour. So what a baller. Nice, nice. How am I doing on the other hand? Sucky. No, I'm kidding. Um, this is so good. Um, yeah, life's good. Nothing crazy this week. I had to take Thursday half day and a Friday full day because so on Thursday, Beck got bonked in the head pretty hard. We call it the bonkening. Yeah. <laughs> and uh not pretty hard. She just got bonked in the head and kind of took it rough and was like, I want to go home. And she's two. So we're like, all right, we'll take you home. So my wife picked her up and then um Heather uh was at work so she wasn't getting much done and i was like technically i have the sick or pto time that i could use so i took her for the half day and then friday morning she got like she had like a seal bark cough like the <clears throat> like like very dry and like mm -hmm. you know you're sick when you have that cough didn't the impression i gave wasn't good enough like you know what yeah. a seal bark cough yeah is. it's a little more like ur, ur. yeah exactly exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah i can't do that but you, you did it perfectly i think all of our listeners are like ah yes i know yeah uh -huh. oh on. yeah yeah uh -huh. i'm i'm actually Go. a seal in real life yeah mm -hmm. i'm a sea lion do you know the difference it's pretty cool no so I mean, basically, you know the you know the seals or the the animals that you see in like those shows and stuff, and like they're like balancing things on their nose oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Those are sea lions, and huge, sea lions are very yeah, yeah. They got the whiskers. That's how they balance. I, mean, the I think balls. seals do too, but um, sea lions are much more capable on land. Like they can prop themselves up really easily, mm. and they can they, they're maneuverable. Seals, on the other hand. Listeners dropping off like flies at this point. <laughs> what um, even is seals this? Yeah. are very maneuverable underwater, but they are like they, they like like hop on land, like they're like like just oh. like like barely making it by. So when you see Got one that's it. interacting on land, it's likely a sea lion. Yeah. So that's how you know. Nice. And uh, lessons that's with cool. Cole. No idea. So anyway, um, yeah, life's good. She had a, a little seal cough. Uh, Might have been a sea lion cough. You never know. Right, yeah. Uh, and yeah, things are good. I'm studying for my exam and I have been for the past two months, but just thinking about oh, yeah. that and my exam when... is in May 1st. Okay. So in April, just be careful. Um, yeah, right. He'll pick might, a fight with you. Yeah, I might take Step a fight off. with you. Yep. So um, yeah, otherwise things are good. I am happy for you getting that and and i don't want you to be like so okay when i saw you won the thomas h or you 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 know by proxy won the thomas h handy right um i was like why can't i find anything like that but the fact <laughs> is is that you know virginia abc puts out their lottery in a few months from now normally yeah. for the last year's antique collection and sometimes i do win sometimes i do win uh, but I used to win a lot more. And now I'm like, yeah. why can't I do this anymore? I'm not yeah. even a whiskey fanatic. The response anyway. that I got from Cole was a child in an elevator throwing a tantrum. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and then he sent back a picture of uh, Sully and Boo from Monsters, Inc. And Sully giving her a hug. Just a big cuddly like, like oh, yeah, a poor big thing. Hug. And I needed that. <laughs> I needed that. So, um, yeah, but tis the season for getting cool bottles like that yeah um but yeah nothing nothing crazy i mean the funny thing was is that like friday we're recording on saturday a little late this week but friday yesterday beck was you know off school because she had the seal bark cough 
but she like was fine within an hour of waking up like she was just like fine so we're all like we went to waffle house together and i was nice. like this is a, i've never done that with her nor have i done that in years to go to waffle house yeah um, but i went to waffle house it's cheap it's awesome daddy daughter time it was great Perfect. um and then so and then we went to we went up to richmond and we went to a place in richmond called carry town which is a really nice area of uh it's got like nice shops and kind of a nice little street where you can um uh you know there was like a nice record store a nice toy gift shop and yeah stuff like that so we bought her a book and got uh mommy a valentine's gift Cute. and card and then uh went home had a nap after the and i studied during the nap and then after the nap what did we do we went to um we went out oh no no, we went on a walk in the woods we took like an hour and just cool. walked in the woods uh and nice. it was awesome yeah and then uh and she found so there's this one guy in our neighborhood who like hides coins especially pennies of course yeah in on the the block and he did he's been doing it for years apparently just and for fun it's for kids awesome for beck beck is just so stoked to find a penny and so awesome. and it's like in the dirt and like in the rocks and stuff but i'm like i found a penny and she and she like you know she thinks she found the penny herself mm -hmm. but i'm like oh you found 21 pennies today literally we found 21 pennies yesterday dang and so this girl is really good at finding pennies by her dad's yeah. vision. She's rich. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, seriously. So, you know, prep, prep your minds. She's going to invest and they get big. So, um, yeah, so we had a fun day yesterday. Nice. And then uh, today we're just chilling and nice. drinking bourbon. Yeah. So, Saturday morning. It is a dreary Saturday morning in Phoenix. Yeah. Right yeah oh is it that's funny oh, yeah. no it's uh it's supposed to rain today but it's like 60 degrees already so it's nice uh, yeah What's i heard the temp out there is it starting to get hot it is 42 right now oh what it was starting to get hot but Did this it freeze is the, yet uh yeah oh yeah there was a there was a period of time uh i don't remember when maybe probably december or something where mm -hmm. it, uh there was like a whole week where when we'd wake up it was 31 wow or, i think it might have been for 20, Phoenix. Right? yeah I remember my first uh, year there, they were like, people were freaking out. They're like, it might, it might be freezing, you know, like keep your water running and like all the, like, yeah. like, like drip right. your faucets and stuff. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself like, wow, like they can't handle that. But then literally that night that they were all worried about it tangentially touched freezing and then went up. Like it didn't even break yeah. below 32 <laughs> degrees, but it touched 32 degrees and then right. it moved on. Yeah. It's in that weird time fun. of year now where like uh, it it seemed like it was hot. It, it, we had mm -hmm. highs of 76, I think even no, close I'm, to 80. Uh, and nice. it was like, all right, spring is here. But then there's <laughs> always like one last like, nope, we're near freezing again. So yeah. end of February maybe is when it'll finally start to take off. We've had like covers over some of our more sensitive like trees nice. and plants in the backyard all winter. Nice. So we, we, we made the mistake trees? last year. Say again? Oh, yeah, go ahead. We made the mistake last year where we took the covers off too early and then it froze one last time and it like screwed up some of our stuff in the backyard. So what do you got? Not making that mistake again this year. <laughs> Waiting until March for sure. What do you got in the backyard? Oh, plumeria trees. That's kind of the what number one. Uh, oh, it's like a, it's a Hawaiian tropical. Very, oh, um, cool. I think probably Sam's like number one or number two uh, favorite, like a uh, tropical plant. Oh, that's Very, cool. Very pretty, uh, nice. uh, kind of like a uh, even um, 
uh, like quarter size, probably uh-huh. even bigger than a quarter, like a inch or more uh, cylindrical stalk that comes all the way up and then boom, right. like an explosion of these big leafy flowers out uh-huh. of the top. Then it's got really pretty like um, five leaf like in a star pattern like a kind of slightly overlapping star pattern five leaf flower that that comes out and they can be pink and they can be yellow and it's very 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 pretty those are the flowers those plumeria flowers that like when you see a hawaiian lady with flowers in her hair oh totally those are plumeria flowers like Like lay flowers yeah uh, yeah, i think so yeah yeah yeah. okay cool totally that's cool um any fruit trees no, we gave up on trying to do citrus. You you got to put work more. We, we're like low maintenance. Can't trust ourselves to put in the work. That's good to know because that's probably why my orange tree was doing so poorly in the side yard because I just thought <laughs> I just water it. Yeah, apparently you I need to. I mean, I'm sure it'll fruit a little bit anyway. Mm-hmm. But if you fertilize it and okay. and give it the nutrients that it needs, that's when it'll explode and give you tons of fruit mm-hmm. and stuff. But we just couldn't be trusted to keep ourselves to a schedule where we got to remember to fertilize it and blah, blah, blah. So totally. we were like done with that. <laughs> I had a coworker and we were good friends. Um, he had the biggest trees in his yard. Like, like I'm talking like 50 foot trees Dang. and, um, which is insane. Trees, for like Arizona, all citrus. By the way. <laughs> he had everything. Yeah. Yeah. He had everything from, uh, sumo oranges to red oranges or blood oranges to, um, these these lemons that were this big like just crazy stuff and he had great fruit i mean he had every citrus thing you can imagine i don't think he had limes though but like every type of orange every type of lemon and he would be like yeah i don't know what to do with them just pick them up if you want them like he would just be like yeah just come to my yard and yeah take as many as you want he had like one of those picker things yeah classic uh classic yeah. trope where like people will bring in buckets of mm-hmm. lemons and limes to work and just yeah. be like please just take, be like, these. take them please <laughs> and uh and so i did uh you ever heard of oleosaccharum no it's like uh you take the peels of these citrus plants whether it be grapefruit or i liked lemons especially you take the peels and then um you add sugar to a jar and throw them in there and then what happens is that for some reason there's oil and there's water in each peel. Of course. And it gets very, like when you add sugar to it, it's one, it sucks in the sugar, but it also, um, what's the word? Um, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, emulsifies it mm. so that the, the oil and the water like chill together. So yeah. like, you're not just dealing with like a separated mixture for some reason it like combines the water and the oil. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <coughs> there it is. There I'm it trying is. to mute myself, but it couldn't get there in time. <laughs> um, but it's it's super cool, and you can use it in cocktails, and it's like really good for like an old fashioned. So it's like basically that. like a simple syrup, then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's yeah. Cool. Oh, another one. Not oh, coming. maybe another one. Oh, he muted that oh, one. I was able to mute for another another listeners. sneeze. So I think we're going long on time here. Yeah, but let's sure. uh, let's. You, do you have anything else you want to talk about before we get into? No, just love uh, chill filter the podcast where we talk about everything from statistics to sea lions. Yep. Yeah, sea lion. <laughs> like Cole gets really into it, um, <laughs> and then you know oleosaccharum as well. Yeah, so, right. Totally. You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm almost finished this two ounce pour of uh balvany 21 already so love 
it's gonna be good um so let's go to break and we'll be right back we'll talk about what we're drinking today which we haven't mentioned yet we're drinking barrel foundation bourbon so we'll be right back after this short break And we're back. So we got some history today. Uh, we're drinking, yeah, Barrel Foundation Bourbon. Some quick notes to get to. Shout out to Ben Klepsig. Uh, ben uh, was able to send us some awesome, like very special samples this week. Like very unique stuff, which we're stoked about. We either might do episodes on it, or maybe they'll be part of the Reentry Buzz series. Ooh. Who knows? Only time and statistics can tell. <laughs> but anyway, what a baller. Uh, so this technically, we're drinking Barrel Foundation bourbon. This is, believe it or not, our fourth episode on a barrel product. Uh, we did actually two drink-alongs by, for Stellum, which is a technically a barrel product. Huh. Uh, they're connected at least. Uh, but this is our fourth episode. Uh, that's Barrel with two L's. Episode 201, we drank the Silver Label Seagrass 16-year. That specific one was 130.82 proof. Uh, episode 214, we drank uh, the 2022 New Year bourbon. I think you might have sent... No, I think... Oh, you did? Okay. Pretty sure I did. I, I, I had that and... Uh, oh, yeah, because Robbie got a sweet bubblegum note off that and it blew okay, my mind. Cool. That, okay, that cool. like Robbie's bubblegum note made me appreciate that so much more after I shared it with nah, you That's so cool. Uh, and then I guess only not too long. So there was 14 episodes between... Or 13 episodes between the first two episodes. And then there was 15 episodes to the where we drank Armida Batch 5, uh, which I believe you sent as well. That also sounds familiar, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, but I'm yeah. going to go over some basic history today. So yeah, we're drinking Barrel Craft Spirits product. Uh, originally started by a guy named Joe Beatrice in 2013 in louisville kentucky uh he had started originally started a marketing company called blue dingo digital in the 90s kind of in that tech boom and um what do they call dot com boom or whatever i don't even uh, know dot com bubble bubble yeah, I, I don't know yeah either way he did pretty well with them uh in the early 2010s he decided to move on and start a whiskey company and he was a home brewer on the side and was especially inspired when he had an experience uh, where he tasted bourbon right from a barrel. Ooh. But did he start a distillery? Not exactly. Uh, he has always been, though, very transparent about sourcing. So he's not exactly a distillery. It's a spirit company where he sources pretty much everything. Uh, and I don't even think he's intending to create anything of, a, of his own. His style is to blend and maybe do some single barrels. Um, but anyway, he doesn't just source, he goes the extra step and blends a lot of what he sources, uh, really special and exceptional barrels. Uh, and he bottles them at cash strength, though. Not all barrel products are blended. Like I said, some are single barrels, but, uh, until now, everything they did was cast strength. Um, but I'll get into that soon. Uh, he hired a guy named Trip Stimson. Uh, who had experience as the master distiller at Kentucky Artisan Distillery. Think of Jefferson's Bourbon uh, for that. And he actually, before that, had worked at Brown Foreman for nine years. 
Uh, their standard product, which is in batches, is their cast strength bourbon. Uh, according to their website, they're up to batch 35, just about to release or batch 36 soon. Uh, for rye, they're up to batch four, and they have a whiskey as well, which is normally a blend of bourbon and rye, um, and that's up to batch five. Uh, but they have some other options. They also in, uh, do rum and what's called an American vatted malt, uh, which they have historically sourced partially from Whiskey Del Bach in, in times past, oh, cool. so, which is kind of cool. Nice. Um, they have their Armida bourbon, which is uh, bourbon finished in pear brandy, Jamaican rum, and Sicilian Amaro cast. We've drank that. Uh, they also have something called an Infinite Barrel Project, kind of an infinity barrel. We've talked about that in the past. They have 19 batches so far of that. Oh, wow. Uh, seagrass is a rye finished separately in Martinique rum, Madeira, Love and apricot seagrass. brandy barrels. Love that barrel. Love yeah. it. Especially the silver label one. Oh, yeah. Um, Dovetail is a bourbon finished in Dunn Vineyards Cabernet cast, late bottled vintage port pipes, and blackstrap molasses rum casks. Vantage uh, was a blend of straight bourbons finished in Mizunara oak, French oak, and toasted American oak. Uh, but what we're drinking today is very special from Barrel because it is their first non-cash strength release. Uh, so we're drinking Foundation from Barrel. It's a bourbon. The blend components are this. Eight-year Kentucky bourbon, five, six, and nine-year Indiana bourbon, eight-year Tennessee bourbon, and five- and six-year Maryland bourbon. Uh, the mash bill overall, considering everything, uh, goes 73% corn, 23% rye, and 4% malted barley. Exactly 100 proof and five-year minimum, five to nine, but it's five-year minimum. Uh, the website mentions, quote, your old fashions will never be the same, nice. unquote. So this is reasonably priced, at least for a barrel product, and meant for enjoying neat or for mixing. Um so total wine price, at least on Barrel's website, uh, it is $55 retail. Uh, but reminder to listeners, we haven't actually mentioned this yet, but we've been supplied this sample from Barrel Craft Spirits, and we're going to be honest about it. We're not afraid to uh, be honest. So let's uh, let's pour this out for the homies, and um, <laughs> we'll get into drinking it. I've seen some good reviews. I didn't dig into them too much, especially for notes. Yeah. Um, but... I hope uh, that we will too have a good experience with this. I think the we pretty pretty Glen Cairn today, real pretty. Ooh, mm. give it the old spin J, the old Matt job. Yeah. Shout out to Dramhound and Trampup. Dramhound, if you're out there, let us know you're okay. I haven't heard. Yeah, from we're you. worried about you, Dramhound. <laughs> yeah, like legitimately. <laughs> yeah, like last. I, I mean, the last we heard of him, he was like was... COVID with the whole yeah. family, and then we never hear him again. So, like, exactly. Dramhound, please hit us up. We love. Yeah, you. right. We will send a, a wellness check to your house if we don't hear. Yes, yeah, if we need, I know his address. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. Um. Red hot cinnamon note Ooh. off the front, like the very front of the nose. Yeah, but I like it that. Smooths into a nice oakiness as well. But it, yeah, it's um, it's a it's a faint cinnamon. It's yeah, um, it's not like, it's like enough. It's not like a rye, you know, like a Willet seven year rye cinnamon. Yeah, it's not dominating, but it's there to 
be a nice little spice on top of the brown sugar classic bourbon notes I'm getting. Mm-hmm. It's very tasty. I mean, not tasty. It's very good smelling. Good Nose smelling tasty. all day. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could be tasty. We'll find out. Um, but this is I'm getting a little grainy, like a like a rye grainy. Yeah, I can see I, that, some definitely. I mean, it's what what did I say? It was uh twenty three percent rye. That's definitely high rye. Yeah, right. Yeah. What does high rye begin? So honestly, I think people even call high rye when it's at like fifteen, eighteen percent. I right? I agree with that. Yeah. I don't think it takes a lot to get high rye. So when I see a rye in the twenties or so, that that piques my interest because I'm. I like, mean, that's like uh. Four Roses higher rye is like 25 or something like that, right? Yeah. Four Roses yeah. is uh like high the, rye. The recipes with the OEs and the OBs, yeah. like the one, the lower rye is still pretty high. And then yeah. the high rye is like psh, through the roof. Oh, it's I think it's like 25 35 or something like that. Oh, I want to I wish I could remember. It's like yeah. I'll I'll remember Ooh. here in about an hour. It just put me on the spot. I can't remember. Uh, oh, it doesn't oh, give percentages. He's got the bottle. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, OB is 35. I don't know what 30. OE is, though, but I know it's less. Yeah, I think it's 20, 25. That sounds about uh-huh. right. Good nose. Yeah, uh, oaky, but not astringently oaky on the nose. Uh, it's not too dryish. Uh, not too sweet on the nose, though, but it is sweet. There's a little bit of sweetness there. Ryan just went for a sip and i'm about to go for one myself yeah the palette is is great i think uh my proofometer would peg this over 100 because normally oh, when wow. i i mean generally I, I like higher proof stuff and when i drink 100 proof something usually i'm like yeah they all kind of get lost in the noise but um the spice on this one the, the like little little red hot cinnamon really comes through and there's some good buttery brown sugar in here. I really like buttery is a good note, especially with the yeah. I'm glad this is good. I always hate it when we're sent something and be like, this sucks. I know. Um, and like it's only happened a few times. Shout out to Bespoken Spirits. Sorry, I don't want to be rude. <laughs> it sounds really mean, but I did not like that one that much. Um, but I think that for a five year bourbon, this is killing it. Yeah. Oh yeah, this I forgot. Like it was like hundred proof, ten year maybe kind of. Status. I would have guessed. I would have guessed seven to nine. Yeah, yeah, at least. Yeah, this is very good. Yeah, yeah, notes of yeah, a little bit of cinnamon, but like pleasantly balanced with the butteriness. I don't know about mm. the brown sugar as much. There is yeah, there's definitely on the palate sugar, as yeah. opposed to like white sugar. Um, really well balanced bourbon though. Like this is kind of a bourbon that hits all the notes. Maybe not like hitting all the notes to a ten or eleven. Uh, but hits all the notes um, and is very a beautiful sweet. Like I said, that that red hot cinnamon. It's not it's not predominantly cinnamon, but it has that sweetness that balances it with that too. So yeah, it's like um, I like I I guess I would kind of maybe say that 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 cinnamon is Ooh, dominant for me, but it's not dominant in that it's like eighty percent cinnamon, twenty percent buttery buttery brown sugar it's like it's all pretty even with the cinnamon being just like slightly the most pronounced thing for me what do you think of this as like a cocktail uh bourbon honestly for me this is gonna come in because i i want some proofy old fashions if if i'm putting an ice cube in there i want it to be able to to stand up to it a little bit oh you know what i bet this would make a sweet whiskey sour though uh because i bet that That little bit of spice 
yeah, a little bit of spice would come through. So I think um, like for me, I guess if I made an old fashioned with it, I wouldn't put an ice cube in there at all. And I would yeah. just kind of drink it a little, a little lukewarm, but the, uh, as a, as a crushable whiskey sour, I could totally. Oh, this it. is it. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about it. And it's good. As... Neat. Like, don't get me wrong. Oh no, we're, I like it. We're judging this on neat, but it's good. The, um, as our resident Eagle Rare expert, how do you think this stands up to uh, to a mellow, lower proof Buffalo Trace product? That's a good question. So what you know, what I get from a Buffalo Trace product is typically like very sweet, appley, um, oaky, but not too oaky at all. Uh, this has the oak, especially for like you know, like an Eagle Rare. Like if we're comparing it to just Eagle Rare, it has the um, the age. What I mean by that is like, I'll sometimes drink Buffalo Trace and be like, this isn't like, I love Buffalo Trace. Don't get me wrong. But I compared it recently. I did a, not a blind, but I did a comparison between that and Eagle Rare. And I realized how different the ages really affect. Like it's like six to seven or so for a Buffalo Trace. And then it's 10 for Eagle Rare. Um, It is noticeable. Really? And I never saw that before until recently. In terms of oakiness? uh, In terms of youth, if Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, And Buffalo Trace is is fantastic for me, but has pronounced youth when compared to an Eagle Rare. Now, on the other hand, Eagle Rare, like, okay, so what I'll say about that with Barrel Foundation is that Barrel Foundation lacks uh, lacks all the youth. Like, it's, it's, this is not a five-year in my book. And five-year is decently aged it's nothing too small it's not like a three-year um but you know the fact that i can say buffalo trace has a youth to it compared to eagle rare basically this has no youth it is well aged at five years or you know it's five to nine um but i'm really impressed uh with this one yeah i uh i dropped some water Mm -hmm. i nosed it a bit and um didn't great didn't get as much spice off the nose like i remember but this then great nose but then i sipped it and it still has all of the red hots um good I, I, again light red hots not uh destroy your mouth red hots mm. but um it still has all the spice that it had neat uh after i watered oh, it down yeah. a little bit so that almost makes me think uh maybe my just assumption that I wouldn't like it as much in an old fashioned that makes that challenges that a little bit. Cause if it's going to water down, but retain all that spice, that's uh pretty good in my book. This is just as good, if not better with water to me. God, I wonder how this blend would be at cask strength though. Yeah. I don't Maybe know. It'd be too I mean, like, <laughs> it might. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, barrel products, they can get up there. Oh um, yeah, for sure. They're usually one thirties. Yeah. Exactly. Um, this is impressive. I'll say that for a fifty. Would you easily pay fifty five dollars? Absolutely. For me, absolutely. I would pay fifty five dollars yeah. for this. This is this is a really really good barrel product. Yeah, um, and they did uh, they did supply us with enough that we were able to pour a little yeah, sample bottle to for put a in future our reentry buzz. Yeah, reentry buzz pool has has mm-hmm. one of these in there now, and obviously time will tell uh, how I will evaluate it completely blind, having no idea. But exactly. I'd love to think. I mean, if I sipped this on a reentry buzz, buzz having no idea what it was, if I'm guessing age, I'm easily guessing seven on this. Yeah. Easily seven. Totally. 
Absolutely. No doubt. Yeah. 100%. Um, yeah, with water, it's still good, which is hard to do with a bourbon. Yeah. I wonder what ice will do this. Cuts uh cuts the spice away usually with the uh mm-hmm. with the water. There is That's more caramel it. to the uh to the palate on okay. and a little bit on the nose too, um, with a water pour. Yeah. It's going ice though. I got a little more for uh for some ice here. Mr. Bus Driver backed up a cube for me. Yep. Bring it on, bus driver. Oh, Matt, Matt Porter dropped a little ice cube in here for me. Yeah. All right, let's find another cube. This okay. bus driver. This guy's I, Matt Porter right here. Old I Matt think, Porter. Before um, he killing it on YouTube. I think I'm tricking myself <clears throat> with something I said earlier here. What's that? But on the nose, uh, I'm smelling bubble gum. I'm smelling bubble gum on the nose with ice. Not too much for me. Uh, Okiness <laughs> shows up a little more on the nose. With the ice, actually, the it's oakiness, not as pleasant with ice on the nose. It's the oakiness still good. It's shows up oaky. way more on the palate with ice. Actually, you said what? I think when you sip, you'll see that oakiness shows up way more on the palate too. Um, and it's a, it's kind of a bitter oakiness. It's kind of a, a bitter. Yeah, it's not the best pour. It's the yeah. least of the pours. Yeah, uh, I'm not getting any cinnamon anymore. Um, but yeah, it's, it's dry. It's still buttery, though. Yeah, yeah. It's sweet up front, and then it kind of fades to a to a kind bite. of astringent, um, yeah. drying oak. Uh, buttery is throughout, though. Yeah, yeah, I get behind that. Yeah, a lot of woody oak on the palate with ice, and I swallowed. Not my, not my pour, though. Yeah, still good. Just not my pour. Yeah, and and water is pushing it, but we don't judge based on the worst of the pores. That's true. Can you imagine if we did? (laughs) Oh, man. Still filter the podcast where we just crap all over everything (laughs) because it's not good with ice. (laughs) Yeah, because most most whiskey is not better with ice, in my opinion. I would say the high majority would be not better with ice. Yeah, so water and uh, meat were pretty interchangeable to me. Um, Probably neat, just a little bit more, but... um, yeah, good that it that it stood up pretty well to the to mm-hmm. the meat pour. Yeah, I have a score for this. Do you have a score? I do, I do. My uh, my vacuum in the hallway behind me just fired up, so I'm uh, attempting to pause that real quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. That's funny. All right, so we're. Uh, no, it didn't work because this app is just amazing and That's works funny. very, very well. I thought you meant that um, Sam was like vacuuming the hallway or uh, something. Like I have I'm like, like a, every day at like 11 a.m. The vacuum oh, fires funny. up and cleans around the litter boxes. And stuff, I don't so. care. That's good. News. Enough of that, though. Score. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to go one or not a one. Uh, 9.15. Oh, wow. I think this is great. This is your what? $55 yeah. bourbon. Um, it's got a lot going on. Nice, sweet, nice, buttery, nice cinnamon, but not too cinnamon. Like it's like light cinnamon, uh, but it's beautiful. Uh, really well-developed sweetness that goes along with everything. Really impressed by barrel with this. Everything they do is pretty great. Um, 
but yeah, I'm going to go 9.15, which is high praise for a $55 bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then my secondary scale. Yeah. If you want to pull that up and think about it real quick. A, uh, A. Yeah. Almost an A plus, but an A. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm at too. Um, just taking into consideration what this is. This is mm-hmm. a $55, 100 proof whiskey. Yep. And this, this is one of my favorite $55, 100 proof whiskeys yep. I've ever had. I think yeah, yeah. that this, uh, is extremely solid. I think it clearly stands out. I think that yep. in the, in who is the competitor to this? I, I think that this is the one that I would reach for if I was at the store and I wanted a hundred proof bourbon. I, yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh anyway so yeah a a for me too i think yeah. they they did a really good job with this and uh i mean if i was to put a numerical score to it um you know for 100 proof this is a hobbit of what i'll give it a 9.0 yeah, this, uh, this exceeded my expectations for what i thought i was about to drink today <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm with you all right now that we've rated it, let's get on to our next segment of the show that we like to call Whiskey World News. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Whiskey World News segment. And today, this is exciting. This is news. You want to tune yeah. into this. You you gotta. Yeah. If you want a little, if you got a little extra cash burning a hole in your pocket, this is where it's going. Because yep. today or the other day, yeah. we got an email from Sazerac. Uh, and in their press release here, they're saying that the Sazerac Barrel Select, they are offering a barrel of Blanton's Gold for charity. Mm-hmm. The, the proceeds, they benefit St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Ayo. And so for the first time, Sazerac Barrel Select, SBS, Sazerac's single barrel release program is holding a sweepstakes for the chance to select and purchase a barrel of Blanton's Gold bourbon. Mm -hmm. The Blanton's Gold charity sweepstakes will be open to the public with proceeds benefiting St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. The winner of the Blanton's Gold charity sweepstakes will receive a VIP behind-the-scenes tour at Buffalo Trace Distillery, and seven of their guests seven seven so it will be a uh, vip behind the scenes tour for cole and brian plus five patreon supporters dramhound <laughs> you're in there i don't <laughs> yeah, know why hear, but for some reason i can't say no to him <laughs> yeah and not that not that he's like pushy or anything it's just like dramhound's totally there that tall yeah, beautiful right. man yeah right but also right, uh, our other patreon peeps oh sure i guess yeah sure yeah uh, in addition to the VIP behind the scenes tour, He's there will alive. be. <laughs> yeah, so worried right. about we... him now. Yeah, we got. If we I don't really hear back from Dramhound, okay. we're not bringing Dramhound to the to the VIP tour. I mean, we we got to hear back from him. Yeah, it'll in be. Addition... Uh, this sounds terrible, but it'll be like a what's the uncle or the uh... weekend at Bernie's? Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, we're taking Dramhound either way, but <laughs> God forbid. I hope he's alive. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. So after you weekend at Bernie's, the VIP behind the scenes tour <laughs> at Buffalo Trace Distillery with Dramhound, uh, you will get a private barrel selection experience where the winner will okay. thieve 
taste and select their barrel. Nice. Funny that they said thieve. I mean, there was someone recently, was it Dramhound, that uh, was explaining how they thieved a little from Ooh, their Eagle Rare might barrel. Dramhound because he recently was at yeah, Buffalo Trace. Yeah. $20,000 prize. Oh my gosh, what? Which may be used to purchase personalized bottles yielded from the selected barrel. That's what? Sweet. There's a $20,000 prize. That's nuts. Uh, private lunch at Buffalo Trace Distillery. Hopefully, Freddie no or wait, no, what's no, not Freddie. No, what? Uh, what's the what's the uh root beer guy? Oh, Freddie Johnson. Freddie Johnson. Freddie Johnson. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I said that. Uh, Terrible. you will also receive. Heinous. You will also receive the empty barrel if you are so inclined to have so an empty cool. barrel. Heck yeah. So anyway, here's the stats here. What do you need to know? You need to know that the Blanton's Gold Charity Sweepstakes, it begins on February 12th. Entrants mm. will receive one entry into the sweepstakes for every $100 donation made. So nice. hence the uh, money burning. Oh, so you could throw down like $1,000 and get 10 entries. Yeah, you absolutely could throw down $1,000. In my head, listeners, in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, to enter and make a donation to uh, benefit St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital, visit www.sazerakbarrelselect.com slash drawing. All entries must be received by February 29. So hey, between February 12, February 12 to February 29, get those entries in $100 each to win this raffle. Cole, are you entering? Yes or no? Uh so okay, before I answer that, how many entries do you think there'll be? Oh gosh. Or rather, know. how much do you think they're make? Okay. I have a feeling they will break a million dollars on this. Oof. That yeah. means ten thousand entries. So because it doesn't need to be one per person. A lot of people are gonna throw in like twenty thousand dollars hoping that they'll get their money back, basically. Exactly. So yeah. Why does that answer matter to you? Does it matter whether you enter at all or does it matter whether you enter multiple times? Definitely at all. Okay. Because I would only throw down a hundred bucks, but it would be yeah. so cool if I yep. made it through that. Um, but yeah, it, uh, if, if I'm going to enter, I'm not going to throw down like $10,000. That's for sure. I'm just going to throw down a hundred bucks. So I get my name in the ring. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't name, have that money to throw down. <laughs> right, name in the ring for sure. I'm a hundred percent gonna 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 do a hundred dollar donation. Absolutely. Yeah. I got to get my foot in the door a little bit. I'm not gonna try to have multiple entries or anything. But but if you think about it, it's like me and you might put in two two hundred dollars. Could you imagine what the other people in the whiskey world would throw in? Like, yeah. even if there's a hundred dollars per person, I think this will like if if it were limited to one per person, I would say we would make at least seven hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars on this, you know, thing. Right. But the fact that you can do multiple, yeah, I'm, it's going to break two million, oh, uh, two million dollars. That is. Yeah, yeah. Right. But it all benefits St. Jude, so that's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Which is all for a good cause. I'm like amazing yeah. to see that. Um, but uh, do I think my chances are good? Not exactly, but they might be better than what I'm getting on the Sazerac Barrel Select program to begin with, which I think will one day pay off. Don't get me wrong. Hopefully, yeah. And listeners, if you uh, if you want a, a crew to go with, you know who to hit up if you get yeah. your name called on the uh, Barrel Select program on Sazerac. Did you get yeah. the survey recently where they're like, we'll give you an extra uh, I, entry? 
I might have overlooked the fact that they oh, were Oh, no, give... it was like two, two, three weeks ago. They were like, hey, if you fill out the survey, you'll get an extra entry. Oh, no. I yeah. think I, I think I did, but I think I just archived it because I didn't Sucks. see that it was an extra entry deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's why you shouldn't and, archive your emails. Just keep them all in the inbox and read half of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I like to keep a clean-ish inbox, but... Nice. Well, look, what <laughs> uh, it, look where it brought you. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, right. That's what I get for cleaning up too much. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, listeners, like Cole was saying, SazerakBarrelSelect.com, make an account and, and at least let it yeah, sit yeah. Because you will accrue talking to you, everyone. As time goes on, they give you more entries. The longer you've had an account, mm-hmm. the more choice or the more entries you have into drawing. Yep. So get in there, make an account. Uh, and if you don't think you can afford it, don't worry about it. We got people for that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean that. Like we for got sure. people for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like ten ten thousand dollars, kind of average ish ish. We got people for that. Yeah, for sure. So, mm-hmm. So that's it um, for the whiskey world news. Yeah, Moving into yeah, whiskey. What whiskey, whiskey would you choose? choose? We got <laughs> we got results from last week. Let's cover those results. Yeah, I got Ryan, those. Hit them. What last week? What whiskey would you choose? We asked you what whiskey is more fun to display than to drink. Yeah, Brian took the easy road and said Blanton's. Cole said Mictor's Tin Rye and Brian won 76% yeah, to 20. Here's the thing though is that Plans is a single barrel, Mictor's 10 is a single barrel, Mictor's Tin Rye is a single barrel. Um, but I think there have been better barrels of Mictor's Tin Rye easily than there have been of your standard bland single barrel. Could not agree more. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So, like the ones I've had, we're all right, but Plans is like, always good you know yeah i've never had i've never had a bad bland standard totally totally yeah yeah like middle of the road blends and like mictors will will bound that mictors will, yeah. will go higher mictors will go lower totally. this and real high. apparently last year's was great 2023 yeah uh oh it was last year i was yeah. literally uh-huh. i did i just i just said this I think you year, said this year yeah. but yeah yeah no you're right though 23a if you have a mictors 10 bourbon that's a 23a hold no don't hold on to that open it, it and drink it because Share it might us. be one of the best mictors 10 bourbons that's ever apparently released. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the 2023 Mictus 10 Rye is amazing from what I heard. Nice. Breaking Bird. Oh, I think we mentioned this last episode. Yeah, they gave it like a four it a and a half out of or five or something. Oh, like did they that. give it five? Uh, I, I can't remember. It was high. It was Whatever it was. Yeah. Stupid high. Yeah. We got some write-ins though for what whiskey is more fun to display than drink. And those write-ins. One of them came from Kilted 518, Miles Fergus. Ayo. Ah, yeah, I got it right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so he says he had already thought Blanton's before Brian said it. It is nice. the bottle. Nice whiskey drinking panda. Pandas it's Joey T baby like to display. Will it pot still reserve? Ooh, we got a write in from uh Dimit Dimit. Doug, I forget Dimit? what his last name is, but Doug oh, is yeah. his first name. Dimitastes. Demitastes. Demitastes. Ooh, Demitastes. Oh. No, 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 no. No crap. That sounds terrible. Demitastes. <laughs> Demitastes. So we got we got an Angel's Envy right in from from Demitastes. Yeah, we love you, Doug. Hit us yeah. up anytime. Embellish Pod. John Hughes wrote in says the Thomas More Vampire Coffin yeah, bottles look like are far far better to displays than drinks. So mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Hard I product. I legit Googled. 
uh thomas moore vampire coffin bottle because i thought it was like a special release oh it totally. was like a special like wait vampire... have you never seen thomas s moore or whatever i have i just did okay, not put on. i just did not put two and two together That's and funny. after i was like image searching like vampire edition thomas moore something That's funny i finally like put two and two together and i was like oh the normal bottle just looks like a coffin <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Marco Inezi wrote in. He says Floki single malt sheep dung smoked. That Ew. is a it is a pretty did bottle. Did you ever try it, that? Did have I? No, no. Did he? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure if he's got one. It would what. be one of those bottles, though. Don't get me wrong. Even if I he didn't own it, I assume he's got one. Cause it, yeah. and it's a it's a cool bottle too. Their marketing's cool. They've got like ancient Nordic symbols on cool. like witchcraft symbols on their bottles and nice. stuff. Yeah, it's it's a bunch of sweet. devil flim flam. <laughs> yeah, flim flam. What's this? You never heard of that? <laughs> no. Bunch of devil flim flam. Oh man, no, no idea. But <laughs> bro, ask a testwasa. He says hey, Crown oh. Royal. He is a bad Canadian. He says though yeah. because he's saying Crown Royal. He likes to display that more than drink it. And lastly, Madtown marketer Ben Klepsig. He says IW Harper 15, which I totally agree is a very pretty bottle. It's old school library Decanter bottle. style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like the, the like um kind of pointy, bubbly texture on the bottle, mm-hmm. and then yeah. um with a nice big topper and everything. That is pretty yeah. bottle for sure. I like Harper 15. But it remind it's just like I like the age, but it, then again, it's ninety proof, so that's the biggest complaint about oh, IW Harper fifteen. I don't know, like I've never low had proof, it. high age. So yeah, like similar to like a Eagle Rare seventeen. It's like it's really good, but it's like yeah. I wish they had a little more oomph. Right, but I will never say anything bad about Eagle Rare seventeen. So. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. But uh, this year we are asking you, yep, for what week. whiskey would you choose? Mm-hmm. What bottle do you own that has your favorite? backstory and like backstory like however you acquired it backstory Mm -hmm. but if there was something extra special and fun about it and that was the reason why you bought it backstory so just what is that bottle that has your favorite backstory backstory. and and give us yeah personal backstory tell tell us a little bit about what that backstory is so for me obviously i was explaining earlier today i'm gonna go with the the pokeno the music New Zealand vacation that Sam and I went on was trip of our life. Favorite vacation to date. Absolutely. uh, New Zealand is the place to go. uh, If you want to go on a fun, uh, uh, exciting outdoor excursion kind of vacation. And uh, this Pocano bottle is going to remind me of that. uh, She's an Islander herself. So you got it. You know, that's real. She is. Was she born on an island? No, she was born in California, but uh, but they soon after. Um, soon after, I think from you know age uh, six or so, four or so that's to enough. twelve. That's when she went and lived on the tiny that's little so island cool. of Kwajalein. Yeah, um, that counts. Uh, okay, so like, there's a there's a ton of our listeners that already know my answer for this, and the bottle is Eorare 17, specifically the 2015 release. Um, this bottle means everything to me. Like, I have it on my shelf, and I'm not gonna go fully into the story, but basically, what happened was I wrote a blog. The blog is still online. It's called WhiskeyGoals.com. You can look into it further. Not looking for people. Like, I don't get money off of that website anymore. Never did really. Um, but 
I worked very hard to get a bottle of Eager Rare 17 and it worked out in the end. I was able to get hookups uh, by, you know, making relationships and everything like that. And it panned out real good. So uh, Eagle Rare 17 2015 vintage. Amazing. So nice. that's what I got. Love it. Yeah. Um, what are we drinking next week? So we're between two next week. Uh, cheap, not cheap, just inexpensive. Uh, we're going to go between a scotch, a blended scotch, and a American whiskey. Uh, we're going to go between the the new release from Buffalo Trace, which is called Traveler, and it's a American whiskey. It's not a bourbon. It's not a rye. It's an American whiskey. And then we're going to go between that and a um, Buchanan's Twelve Year, and that's a single or that's a uh, blended whiskey or a blended scotch rather. Uh, so cheap options. You can get them at the liquor store for like forty bucks or less. Uh, so keep an eye out for this Tuesday for two pick Tuesday. You'll be able to, uh, vote yourself and see what you might want us to do an episode on next week. So, um, uh, that's that man. I hope our listeners had a fun time figuring out if barrel foundation was worth a, worth a snag. Ooh, yeah. I honestly, I, I hope they go for it because yeah. at 55, it is a no regret bottle. So I hope they yeah, go I ahead agree and pull that. that trigger if you were even thinking about it at all. I agree. If I see a bottle, I'm grabbing it in Virginia. And they do sell barrel in Virginia, which is good. But I don't nice. I haven't seen a foundation yet. Yeah. Uh, but I hope uh yeah. I hope they'll take the risk themselves. And I hope they had a fun time listening to talk about things like seals and sea lions and binomial distributions and uh things that Cole gets amped about. Yeah, I hope they're still listening after all that. And I hope that uh, Beck has an okay time at school and there's no more bonkening, Bonkgate 2024. No. Yeah. No more bonkening. But most of all, listeners, I hope that our love of whiskey, whiskey, lifted your spirits. You're both yeah. idiots! Sweet! <laughs>